Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Wrestling Daily here, exclusively now on the brand new Wrestling Daily channel. We're no longer co-streaming on Wrestling Daily. Mm-hmm. Look at us. We're exclusively on the Wrestling Daily stream. You will notice I am not Alex McCarthy and Stephanie Chase is not me. Uh, Alex is no. a little bit under the weather today. Um, so I'm covering for him. But uh, yeah, go go and send him your love on Twitter if you can. Um, but yeah, it'll, it'll be Steph and I diving into last night's Royal Rumble pay-per-view, the, where we think the sort of direction is going for um, Edge and Bianca Belair and the other storylines on um, Raw and SmackDown. Uh, news on Vince McMahon not being at the show, Carlito returning and what that means for the future. Uh, Becky Lynch and John Cena return, sort of news and updates. Uh, Mia Yim, uh, sort of why she wasn't in the Royal Rumble. Uh, The backstage mood at the show yesterday. And a SmackDown star who might be leaving WWE. Uh, But before we get into sort of the overall news, what did you think of the show last night, Steph? From top to bottom, did you enjoy the Royal Rumble? And what were some of your highlights? Um. Overall, I enjoyed the pay-per-view. It was, you know, a Royal Rumble is always an enjoyable pay-per-view. I thought the women's Royal Rumble was great. I thought that was the best of the two. Uh, I thought there were some good matches in there, particularly Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens, despite some hiccups, and Sasha Banks and Carmella. Uh, I thought the men's Royal Rumble was a bit of a letdown, a bit anticlimactic, not a bad match but nowhere near the heights of a great Royal Rumble. But Christian returned. Yeah, I know Christian returned, and I know everyone was very happy about that. Mm. I was just like, okay. Yeah, okay. Are you, are you not a fan of Christian then? Um, I wouldn't say I'm not a fan of Christian. I'm not someone that gets excited at the sight of Christian. <laughs> You know what? It was really nice, but I I was like, okay, that was so Christian came back. Steph, yeah, no, what are you doing, Christian? <laughs> um, no, I was, if Christian had come out too, Christian, at last you're on your own. 
I would have loved it, but he didn't. So it's just the entrance music that didn't do it for you. Well, I mean, it's just that entrance music that would do it for me. So <laughs> maybe um, we'll put it that way. <laughs> um, um, what do you think about uh, Edge winning the men's match and Bianca winning the women's match? Do you think they were the right calls? And if not, uh, do you think that who do you think WWE should have gone for? Bianca winning the women's match, absolutely the right call. I'm so glad that they went there. They made that call. Um, I just hope they follow up with something huge, and I hope they make a new star because she has everything. She has so much potential. She's amazing. So great that Bianca won it. Edge winning the men's rumble, not what have I what I would have chosen for me. Edge does not need a Royal Rumble win to lead to a WrestleMania match at all. I thought it was a bad decision. I know like there's a, so much has been made online right now about the age of the men in the Rumble. They just cannot bring themselves to possibly elevate or make any new stars whatsoever. Uh, the thing yeah, is, so. it felt very, felt very mid card the men's rumble, but that's because they don't really have any top stars. Like, I mean, you've got no. Drew, Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns defending their titles. You've got Kevin Owens, who I guess kind of does, but other yeah. than that, like you kind of got that at the end with AJ and 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 Braun and uh, Seth, but that middle portion did feel very mid card, and I'll give you that. But I think it's, it is. It is difficult to do this whole Rumble thing. I think Edge winning, it made sense. Like it worked well. Him winning from the number one spot was cool. Uh, did he need it? No. I think that it would have been cool to give someone else that spot. I'm surprised Daniel Bryan got eliminated when he did. Mm-hmm. I thought he would have been one of the final ones. Similar with um, uh, Bailey in the women's match. I thought she would have gone right to the end. Uh, but listen, I, I thought it was a very good show. Probably one of the most solid rumble shows apart from the pre-show stuff which really didn't do it for me mm-hmm. the women's stuff was the women's matches were really good uh carmella nearly killed herself which is i don't know what she was doing now in her match yeah. um yeah. but no top to bottom good show and the goldberg stuff was exactly what it should have been yeah quick easy done drew mcintyre wins they have the endorsement in the ring afterwards done that's what yeah. every goldberg match should be but with not, giving you that little heart attack moment at the beginning where you think, oh, no. <laughs> it was the most invested in a match I've been and the most on the edge of my seat in a match I've been in a long time. But mm-hmm. not for a good reason, because I was genuinely yeah. scared. It's not exciting. Yeah, me too. It was, it was scared. <laughs> me uh, too. Goldberg puts I mean, that fear in you. <laughs> and like no one else, when I was sitting there, I was going, crap. And I literally, it was on the stream, on the Royal Rumble live stream, which obviously Steph was on as well. During the Goldberg match, as soon as Drew pinned him, I was like, thank God for that. Because I did not see it coming. I wish they had been this invested in Goldberg when he was actually relevant. And that's all I can say. (laughs) Yeah, Steph Steph with the hot takes, as we've come to expect. Um, So a lot has been spoken about... um, sort of where Edge goes from here because he wasn't in the yeah. draft, so he is brandless. Not that that matters anyway because people can go after mm-hmm. whichever champion they want. Um, who do you think Edge should go after? Uh, because I'm torn. One part of me thinks that they could do a similar thing to what they did with Goldberg with um, 
with, with Goldberg with Drew, with Edge and Drew, with like a uh, Edge wanting to put over Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania, which could be really cool and great for Drew. But another part of me thinks Edge and Ra- Roman Reigns would be really cool. So I'm kind of torn. And I guess it's who would you so who would you like to see Edge face? And then at WrestleMania, who would you like to see the other champion defend against? Ooh, well, when it comes to Edge, I am not torn at all. I want Edge to face Roman Reigns. And my reasoning may be controversial, but with Edge, Edge's story, we all know everything he's been through. It is great that he's returned to the ring. Lovely. My heart is full of joy. Roman Reigns, that character, is the character that is evil, mean, and cutthroat enough to just be absolutely horrible to him in the build-up to this. Um, and just work it so well. I would love to see Roman in that great, poised, serious, slow-talking way he does it, tear Edge completely down. Uh, And I think that build-up would make me so invested. And I think the Roman character is so amazing that him just legendling, literally, would be awesome for him. I mean, if if you can't get him Dwayne, give him Edge. I think that would be so great. Now, when it comes to Drew, I'm not too sure who I'd like to see Drew face. I can imagine they'll probably maybe give him a bad opponent because they usually like to give one person a good one and one person a bad one. He might. But be... it is it is over two nights this year. Don't forget. So it is. Yeah. Will Will they want to do two big ones and have them both main event each night? I guess. Yeah. So I think. You know, we'll get to you, but you can get have a woman main event, you know, one of the nights. Drew, I hope he's not lumbered with someone awful. Uh, I think I'd like to see him. You see, I would always say give give a young guy a shot, but Drew's been so, so great that I don't want to take the title off him. No, I agree. I agree. So it, it, Drew's a harder one to pick if you give Edge to Roman. However, I think they'll probably just do Edge and Drew. I think it is exciting. There's a lot of avenues you can go down. I have a slight fear they're going to take the title off Drew and give it to Randy Orton before <sighs> WrestleMania. And do, uh, because that, that, was, that was reported back in July that this was the plan. Edge versus <sighs> Randy Orton. But I can see it. I can 100% see it. I think... Uh, An Edge-Orton match is me suffering enough without Drew having to lose that title. Exactly. It just, it just, no, not for me. But um, no. I think we, we could do Seamus, but again, that isn't that inspiring. It would be a good match. But... Seamus, I think that Drew is the only person that Seamus um, can work with because, yeah. like, no harm to Seamus, but he's one of those guys. He's been around forever. The, the peak of Seamus is long gone, and it was a short peak anyway. Um, I guess him and Drew could they have an actual real life story. They do work well together. Um okay. Be kind of cool to see an Irish guy and a Scottish guy headline or have a huge, you know, WrestleMania match. But yeah, yeah you know what? I, I'd say I wouldn't usually put Seamus in a big match, but because it's Drew and because he has a history with Drew and because as much as I, I, the booking can be so off sometimes, I don't think anyone would be dumb enough to give Sheamus the title over Drew. You know, Drew would keep that. So, 
yeah, that would be good. But my God, if they if they take that title off Drew and put on Randy Orton. Hopefully Alex is back for tomorrow's show. If not, maybe it'll be me and Steph again. We'll be, t- we'll, we'll be talking about how the direction for the Elimination Chamber is Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton and how Randy Orton's going to win and how that's going to be the WrestleMania plan. But um, mm-hmm. for the women, I know for me anyway, it's a lot less hard. It, it's a lot easier for me to choose who I want Bianca Bolette's face. It's got to be Sasha Banks for me. I think it works so well, the story. I even have Banks turn heel. I don't think her babyface character is doing a lot for me right now. I would have her turn heel and have Bianca Belair win at WrestleMania. I think you can even include Bailey in there if you want to, make it into a three-way. I think that could be cool. But unfortunately, I just wouldn't be... A Bianca Belair-Asuka match would be fantastic. But Asuka's just doing nothing at the moment. We've actually got an old shot here about it, which we'll be diving into a bit later on. But um, I just don't... I don't... I don't want to see Bianca Belair and Asuka as much as I do Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. So for me, I'd 100% do Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Asuka is incredible and probably the, the best on the women's roster. However, I want to see Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair because I think those two characters will work so well together. I think Sasha should take the heel role. Um <clears throat> In a way, there's similarities between the boss and the EST character. However, I yep. think Bianca is a better baby face. She kind of brings more likability to it that people can grasp onto. So, yeah, I would like to see those two. I wouldn't want to see a three-way or anything to kind of dilute it. I think that having if that had like one night of WrestleMania... Bianca Belair and Sasha, I think that would be a huge moment for for women's wrestling for those two to headline a night of WrestleMania. And I think that they'd be absolutely great together and could do a really good build together. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I think that there's a lot of avenues you can take. I don't think Asuka's going to be Raw Women's Champion going into WrestleMania. I think mm-hmm. the plan's going to be Charlotte, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Um, yeah, it but- it's it is i guess how do i word this the, the women's royal rumble proved that wwe's really got a lot of women that they can use but they're not using them well and i don't know how you go about it because i mean the, the charlotte flair and lacey evans storyline is doing nothing for me um yeah. and nothing for anyone really um, oh i i have some takes on that that is a terrible terrible storyline um there's a lot of terrible commentary related to that storyline during the women's match i have no idea why charlotte flair would want to be involved in a storyline with her dad in that way i have no idea how we're meant to believe that Lacey evans with everything we know about her is <laughs> having this relationship with with rick flair it's a terrible, terrible, like not good. almost demeaning storyline to be giving, um, especially someone as great as Charlotte. But Lacey's really great too. She's so great at playing a heel. I wish that she could just play a heel, not in this storyline. She doesn't need this, and I think I could see that being a feud before before WrestleMania, maybe into an elimination chamber. And we've only got, I believe, it's three. Let me double check. I think we've only got three episodes of Raw 
between yeah three episodes of Raw between now and Elimination Chamber. So we're probably going to see some qualifying matches on Raw tonight, I presume, for the Chamber yeah. matches. I could see the Raw Women's Championship being defended in the Chamber. And on that note, we've actually got an old chat here that I want to dive into about sort of Raw Women's Championship feud. So if you guys want to get in your old chats, head on over to wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling. So we'll be sorting a new exclusive link for uh, wrestling daily over the next few weeks or next few days, sorry. But in the meantime, the usual link, uh, which is on screen below Steph. So if you want to get in your questions, comments, want us to, want us to answer anything, head on over there. But um, we got a question here from WrestleScope who says, are they actually going to do something decent with Asuka now? That she isn't saddled with the tag titles, so underutilized. Um, I don't know. I, I hope so. And it is nice that she isn't saddled with the, with the tag titles because she hasn't had her own feud in mm-hmm. months, probably since Sasha yeah. Banks, really. Like since Sasha Banks and that that ask that Sasha Banks ask a Bailey sort of triangle, she hasn't really done anything. She's been playing second fiddle to the uh, Shayna Baszler, Lana and uh Nia Jax storyline she's then been playing second fiddle to to those people minus Lana add in Charlotte Flair so she hasn't really been doing her own thing which as a women's champion is really poor um and it looks yeah. like she's kind of doing the same thing with Alexa Bliss now so now that we're heading into I guess Elimination Chamber and we're like 70 odd days away from Wrestlemania what do you see the direction for Asuka and do you think that now she's dropped the tag titles WWE is going to start using her in a more positive light. Yeah, firstly, you know, giving her the tag title, I thought, I always thought was totally stupid for like many reasons. I think it kind of watered down what Bailey and, and Sasha did when they were double champions, you know, to then, so soon after, have Asuka also achieve that. And it was, you know, you're not doing anything with the women's champion. So then you give her the tag titles that you're not. Like really establishing well either, so it's just so silly. But I guess now she's lost it. We could see we could see her do a good storyline, but she doesn't seem to get much in the way of storylines that are really good. She's just one of those, you know, great worker that they don't really know what to do with, which is sad. Um, I feel like. At WrestleMania, the most you can um, expect her to have is just a really great match with someone. But storyline-wise, I don't think it's there. And think of, like, the women that we, you know, we just talked about how Charlotte and Lacey have a storyline. You're always going to have Sasha and Bailey, And Asuka just seems to get lost in a way, which is very unfortunate. Wouldn't surprise me if she loses the women's title and doesn't even get a WrestleMania match. Which is no sad to say, but if they do a battle royal, if they do a battle royal, she will one hundred percent be in the battle royal. Yep, I could see it. So it's gonna be it's gonna be disappointing and upsetting because she, during that period with with Asuka, Bailey, and Sasha Banks, she was fantastic doing the stuff. Yeah, she was. She was brilliant. And WWE, unfortunately, they've taken that kind of. They've showed their trust in Bailey and Sasha Banks and given them mm-hmm. the respect they deserve coming out of that, but aren't doing the same for Asuka, which is disappointing. And on yeah, the note of the tag titles thing, I think it really worked having the tag titles 
around sort of associated with the main titles when you have Bailey and Sasha Banks. It worked for their storylines where, where they, yeah. they were all sort of they had all the gold. But you should uh, WWE has now got into a habit of that has to be every tag titles and every feud yeah. has to be sort of the tag titles and the main titles, which is disappointing. And I yeah, think it's it, actually damaging. It, it's damaging to have both so closely linked because one will get forgotten about and right now it is the Royal Women's Championship. Yeah, it's like this is not a problem we really have with the men, but it's something that's been done in the past when things are lazy, you know, yeah. uh, put, put, put the tag titles on people that are feeding, you know, for main titles, stuff like that. And it's just the women's division, it's it's so amazing. And you can see, you know, Sasha and Bailey, they, they got so much TV time during the summer, like absolutely, and they carried – smackdown but at the same time they 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 really don't give the women as many storylines that are given to the men at all not at all completely agree with you i think it's it'd be nice to see more i guess direction and, and purpose and you can tell the stories are written predominantly by men let me just yeah. say that um yeah. but yeah i thought to be honest as you said the women's rumble was the superior one i enjoyed it more i love the ending with with uh with bianca Belair and rio ripley being like no let's get in the ring and they had like a nice little i guess the match in a match thing like kind of to a lesser extent yeah. from what we got from the Undertaker and Shawn michaels in 2007 that was really cool to see and i hope that they do so i presume this is rhea's call up they gave her a great showing I presume this is going to be Rhea on the main roster now, probably on Raw, which works well. Maybe we'll see her tonight. But yeah, yeah. good stuff all round for me for the pay-per-view, sort of uh, capping off uh, sort of the, the Royal Rumble as a whole before we dive into the Rumble-related news. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, but yeah, let, let, let's speak about that now, actually. The, the sort of rumble-related news, as you can expect, from a new show, when there is the, probably the second biggest pay-per-view of the year, there's going to be a lot yeah. of Royal Rumble-related news. Um, so, Mia Yim, also known as Reckoning, we don't really like to call her that, but we have. Mia Yim. Mia Yim, exactly. She announced on Saturday that she had come down with, with test positive for COVID, uh, which is obviously incredibly unfortunate, and we send all the best to her. But Dave Meltz is reporting on Wrestling Observer Radio that Mia Yim was supposed to be part of the Women's Rumble match, but had to be pulled. He didn't specify as well, but I presume Keith Lee, and I don't want to be presumptuous and speculate, but based on the fact they live together, it's pretty yeah. cool, and he wasn't part of it, and would have been. fair assumption. Fair assumption that this is also why Keith Lee wasn't part of the Rumble match as well. I guess, I've, I mean, obviously health is the main thing, but it's disappointing for both because, I mean, I presume Keith Lee would have had a great showing in the Rumble match, uh, sort of as it was. And, I I mean, I'm not sure how well Mia Yim would have been used, but she's a great hand and would have been great in a match like that as well. Yeah, it's so disappointing for Keith Lee because he is one of those <clears throat> young guys that could be totally, you know, elevated so much. As much as I say, you know, elevate a young guy, don't give it to Edge. Uh, as far as people that were in the Rumble, I, I would struggle to think of who that should have been. But if you put Keith Lee in there, it would have been him. Yeah, completely agree with you. And I mean, so me, if me and Yim tested positive on... So, uh, let me work this out. So they will have, they'll, they'll be on Raw before the Elimination Chamber, which is fine. I mean, it does kind of scamper any potential plans that they could have had for them for those for those guys at at the um, at the elimination chamber. But I mean, we'll have to see. Yeah, how that goes. frankly, I don't think there's any plans for Mia Yim. Uh, I don't think uh, the Retribution men are doing so badly. I can't imagine the the woman in the group has that. There's a great future ahead of her. Sadly, probably. And I'm, I mean, I was thinking more. Um, from the uh, Keith Lee side of things, I could see him if yeah. they do a Drew Elimination Chamber. I could have seen mm-hmm. him being in that. Yeah, but that, that I mean, it probably doesn't look like he'll be able to be part of that as well. Um, so another person who sort of made, 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 sort of caught, caught some eyes in the Royal Rumble was Carlito, mm-hmm. and uh, I think everyone was very happy to see him uh, in the Rumble match. Hasn't been seen for a long time. Yeah, um, he came back, looked in incredible shape, like really. He was, huge. He, was, oh, he, he was double Carlito. He was. Yeah. He looked like Carlito, a Carlito. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, PW Insiders reporting that he's having a tryout as a producer on Raw tonight, which is mm-hmm. just cool to see. Uh, yeah, thought it was great. Uh, what are your thoughts on Carlito? Have you got any sort of nostalgic Carlito memories? And did you enjoy seeing him more than you did Christian? I enjoyed seeing Carlito. Yeah, was his entrance music up to your standard, Steph? It was. I fondly remember it. Um, I think Carlito is someone who's who's still got something left to give. Um, he's someone that they kind of got rid of when he was still really peaking. Like he, yes. they actually, he 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 wasn't even 
he didn't even suffer that much from being like badly booked and thrown away. I think for a lot of fans, um, they still fondly remember him, and he doesn't have too much of a like stink on him from bad, you know, booking towards the end of his run or anything. So, yeah, but it's you know, if he's going to take a backstage job, that's nice. It's just nice to see him working, and yeah, he did put a smile on my face. Uh, he was um. Yeah, he was a good little surprise in the men's Royal Rumble. The only surprise, well, him and Hurricane. Yeah, I mean, I guess why I kind of get why people wouldn't want to fly across the country and come to the show, especially right now. But um, I wanted to bring up this comment from the BFG podcast. He said, "I'm very disappointed. It only looks like they're going to give they're going to offer Collie to a position as a producer. He looked." I presume it means phenomenal, at the nominal physicality last night. He could have had a lot to offer in the ring still. Uh, I I would like to refresh your memory to this time last year when we were sitting, if we were doing a wrestling daily show, we would have been speaking about how MVP was being offered a producer role after returning in the Royal Rumble. And look how that's turned out. He is now one of the best things about Raw for me in the Hurt Business. So. You impressing the shots you're given. I'm sure we. I would be shocked if by this time next year, Carlito hasn't wrestled a couple more matches for WWE. Yeah. At least. I'd say uh, he'd be a good shot for NXT. Someone for them to bring in to NXT, you know, for a takeover or something to do a good match as well. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. His his little bit with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura in the Rumble was cool. Yeah, thought it was great stuff. Um, so. And a bit of interesting news, and uh, I guess this has become more commonplace on Raw and SmackDown recently, but considering how big this pay-per-view was, it was quite surprising when the news came out. So um, uh, it's being reported by, by various sites now that um, Vincent Man wasn't at the Royal Rumble yesterday, which is mm-hmm. pretty surprising considering it's like Vince McMahon and this is the one of the biggest pay-per-views in the year and probably one of the ones where the most can go wrong because of how many moving parts there are you're thinking mm-hmm. control freak McMahon will want to be at the show but he wasn't at the show um, I mean his, his brother passed away last week I believe or the week before so could have been linked to that we're not sure uh, but he was as you would expect heavily involved over the phone um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Um, I'm, I'm not sure whether you've seen this news. So, who do you think were the three people in charge of the show last night? Okay, I've not heard. So let me take some guesses. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna give you five guesses to guess the three. Okay. Five okay. Guesses. Adam Pierce. No. <laughs> okay. No, just because I, I I do love him. Daniel Bryan. No. So oh, you I thought that was a good chat. Okay. Think slight, slightly older. Okay. Um, give me a good clue. Oh, wait, it's not Triple H. Was it Triple H? Wow. Wow. Triple H? I mean, it's just a sign wow. of things to come, isn't it? Daddy finally gave Paul a moment. <laughs> a big moment. I was surprised when I went. I was like, go on, Triple H. Um, so I reckon this is why he gave Triple H control. Because the other probably think like Vince, breathe like Vince, do everything Vince would do. So the other two yeah. obviously being gone. Most Pritchard. 
Yep. And sorry. Who's the other one? Go on. I, th- I think you've got. It. If you think, I think you've got it. Bruce Pritchard and not Paul Heyman. No, no. one's suggesting it in the comments, which is surprising me. We've had a Michael Hayes. Not Michael Hayes. It's Kevin Dunn. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have put Kevin Dunn like. You know, you know, Kevin Dunn kind of controls yeah. everything, but I wouldn't have guessed him in this. Like, but... Yeah, I, I get why you wouldn't have put him in, in that. In so that, um, it was, that means that it was actually Kevin Dunn and Bruce Pritchard and Triple H just making sure they had their coffee. Do you remember, uh, have, you, have you got younger siblings? Yes. So when you were playing like a game or something, like a video game, did you ever give mm-hmm. them a remote that wasn't plugged in? <laughs> no but i think i know where you're going with this <laughs> so when me and my brother used to play fifa we'd give my younger brother like a television <laughs> remote or a wii remote or whatever if we we're playing playstation we'd give him the wii remote and say look you're playing with us just so he looked like he was doing something but he wasn't yeah. doing something and he thought he was and he was like look mom i'm playing with the boys he wasn't playing with us i think we've got the same here uh, Vin, uh, Vince probably gone right, guys. Make me think that he's doing stuff, but he's not actually doing stuff. It's just you two. It, you know what? It's actually probably none of them. It's probably Vince on the phone. That is probably what it still is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like that. that. That was a good analogy. That was a very good analogy. That was um, good. That was we've good. actually we've just got one Yeah, I've done that with my kids. I don't think you're a good parent if you haven't done that with your kids. It's needed. Um, wow. I just imagine yeah. Triple H like, just standing there going, yeah, so so this this Rhea Ripley thing is definitely going somewhere, right, guys? And we're like, yeah, Hunter, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> can so can you go check Carlin? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just checking those where the ring is. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm happy Vince wasn't there for the um, the – Kevin Owens uh, Roman Reigns match because yeah. Vince McMahon would have been livid at that finish. Yeah, well, you know what? He would have been, but this is like think on your feet, guys. But that's been the idea of thinking on their feet has been beaten out of them. I mean, what do you do? I think Roman should have pulled that second referee and knocked him out too. Yeah, you're probably. That's what I think should have happened because it was it was so silly and how they couldn't have just communicated to something quickly like that and then literally just continue with what you were going to do with with another referee or whatever or like then you can resuscitate the first referee that went out. But I think the idea of just like thinking on on your feet has been completely beaten out of people were that that was because that match was so good and they did so many great spots and it was really you know sad to see it like end in that way yeah because it was a great match i mean the running him over with the golf cart hot take it was better than the one aw did that Um, is a hot take louis let me cool you down sir i'm gonna get my own where am i i've actually i was about to yeah look Calling myself down. There we go. Um, I just did that with, with, with a Virgin Media telephone bill, but never mind. Um, 
I, the match was good, but it, even the finish, the way that I'm not sure whether that was the like obviously the the botched bit wasn't the intended finish where, where they couldn't get the handcuffs off, but the way they went about the finish was quite weird to me. I didn't think the finish suited. I thought, bearing in mind how crazy some of the spots they did were, I was expecting a similar crazy spot yeah. to have been linked to the finish. I was kind of disappointed with it to be honest. Aside, n- yeah. not even talking about the uh, the botch, which which I guess things like that go wrong. Like that, that is probably poor planning in terms of let's just check the key works. But yeah. when you're dealing with stuff like that, things can go wrong. I was just disappointed with in terms of what it looked like they'd planned from the finish. I felt like they did rush though, like a bit at the end. I felt like there may be a couple of bits that were that were missing. I, th- I feel like after the that whole thing with the handcuffs, it was like they panicked and were like, let's go to the finish. But it's, yeah, it's one of those situations where like you do all these crazy moves on each other, <clears throat> literally throwing the sink at a person. And at the end of the day, you should have just learned how to choke someone out. And yeah, yeah. that's the thing. And this happens so often. Like, you know, I want to see people training for a last month sounding match where they, where they're just like, there's no point. There's no point in me. Like, throwing like throwing chairs at you and jumping off stuff i'll just choke you out just learn how to apply a choke and get out of the choke and and you'll be fine you're probably right uh before we head into a little bit more news i want to get into one or two ultra chats if you want to get your questions comments anything on the royal rumble or anything that you just want to ask us maybe adding into elimination chamber uh get into wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestle two and any dollar amount we will answer your question um got one here from matty says hey louis and steph hoping alex is okay uh, we we obviously hope he's okay as well um last night was so good women's rumble rule well done bianca i loved ripley and belair saying let's get back in the ring thank god drew one was actually an okay match well done edge two i loved it minus the 24 7 stuff i think we can we can agree with that uh, i could wrap up that 24 7 Carry on. <laughs> Once this ultra chat's done, I'm just going to let Steph go on the 24-7 stuff. Uh, he says, I'm buzzing to see Edge versus either Drew or Roman. Um, so, okay. The 24-7 stuff. I think, have our truth and Alicia Fox got any sort of pre-existing relationship that we're supposed to know about? Um, Not that anyone would remember. Because like, it felt weird. Like, why? Like, why? And in the women's match, if they did it in the men's match, they're all right. But, like, they had to muddy the women's match, which was great, with this men's garbage that was going on. I I, I thought that was poor placement. It, they wanted to do it, do it in the Bad Bunny segment or whatever the hell that was. This happens every single time. And it's so gross and sexist. And then the women put on the best Royal Rumble match. There was no need for German Rumble's match, a women's Rumble match, to say let's throw a bunch of men on for a stupid title that means nothing. A load of jobbers. You bring Alicia Fox back and have this like utter nonsense going on. But we've previously had a Hornswoggle feature in a, a Hornswoggle spot in a women's Royal Rumble. We've had... Um, Santino, Santina. Like that was they... objectively that that was objectively brilliant. No, Santino... that was just that was no, that was gross. That I can't agree with you there. That okay. was gross. 
it was it, like, it, it was it no. was hilarious but it was it was i would like i wouldn't have done that but it was funny it it, it wasn't funny if you're a woman <laughs> and this crap yeah. is not right why do they always have to bring out this stupid stuff to do during the women's match they tell us so often about the women's revolution and how they treat female performers and you watch the show and this is happening during your women's royal rumble no nonsense that could have happened during the men's might have given you something a bit more fun going on in the men's like mm. no it wasn't the place for it. those women work so hard for for res- <laughs> to get respect and they've yeah. worked so hard to make it to the point where we even have a women's royal rumble and then you get this journey not for me not no, I, I do. I, I do completely understand what you mean in terms of it had to be during the women's match, didn't it? They could have yeah. done this. Not even. They didn't even have to be in a match. They could have done this whenever. It, it just. Yeah. I do. I do agree with what you mean. It's. You. You're right. Like why? Why would? Like when women come into the men's rumble match, it's always treated as a big deal. Like oh my god, look at this! Like it's Beth Phoenix or or Nia Jax or China or Karma. But with women's stuff, it is it, it, when the when the men appear in the women's stuff, it's always more of the jokey jobber characters. Yeah, it's a joke. Like, these guys that needs to change. These guys are what all sitting backstage watching it, going, "Well, nothing important's happening in the ring. We'll just run out for a twenty four seven spot." You know, it, it's just it's not right. We have a solution here from Uptown Avondale. Just oh yeah, they could do that. Yeah, right thing to do that. Because it sucks. Um, Okay, so a little bit more news. And we've got some big return updates on John Cena and Becky Lynch. Um, So Becky Lynch tweeted a picture of the the sort of curtain that you see in... in, We saw it in the the, um, Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns match. She she tweeted this during the Women's Rumble match. So, of course, everyone went a bit crazy. She's like, she's coming out at number 30. And she did. Okay. Are you sure it was everyone or just men who don't understand um, having a baby? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably that. Because <laughs> in no way I thought she was coming out during that match. <laughs> Surprisingly, Dave Meltzer's reporting that she's on her way back. She's back soon. Okay. I think she may be back for Mania. But who does she face? This is yeah, that's the thing. There's actually nowhere to to slot her in, unless she's coming after Oscar to get the title back that she never she lost. Could, she could do something with Bailey, I guess. We haven't seen that match. That'd be quite mm-hmm. cool. Il Bailey, babyface Becky Lynch. That could be cool. Um, but Asuka, yeah, Rhea Ripley, I guess. Shayna Baszler, she could go back after. Otherwise. Ooh, I mean, I, I was surprised to hear that she's going to be back soon. Obviously, if Meltzer's report is to believe to be believed, she could be back before WrestleMania, which is pretty surprising, considering human anatomy. Uh, yeah. but, and I guess people have speculated Ronda Rousey, but rumors have suggested that she will not be back uh, for WrestleMania. So it looks like um, Ronda Rousey just won't be back either, so it won't be Becky Ronda. I don't know where Becky fits into Mania, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and any help? Help me, Steph. How, where, where are we going with Becky at Mania? 
I would say that they probably would go Asuka. If they if they keep the title on Asuka, it would be for the purpose of Becky to reclaim it. Yep. That would be the only thought. And yeah. Completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. Um Yeah, they're gonna do that, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. No. To be fair, it's probably <laughs> the best best thing Asuka could do right now, unfortunately. On the note of uh, returns and WrestleMania, uh, WrestleVotes tweeted a while back that John Cena was a lock for WrestleMania, but John mm-hmm. Cena has since revealed that he will not be able to be part of the show. He told Sports Illustrated in an interview, it's very difficult to say because I know it's going to be disappointing for a lot of people. There is no mathematical way I can be at WrestleMania this year. Currently, I'm in Vancouver shooting Peacemaker, the series for HBO Max. Given the quarantine regulations, if I were to leave Canada, upon return, I would have to quarantine for another two weeks. Essentially, that would shut production down. Strictly based on the letter of the law right now, there is no logistical way I can be there. We film now until July. So, unfortunately, fans of John Cena are not going to see him at WrestleMania if we are to believe what he said. Because as up, down, Avondale has said immediately in the comments, John Cena at WrestleMania confirmed. Does this, do, <laughs> do, do you put any stock into what Cena's got to say? Do you think maybe he's just trying to sh- throw us off the scent or something like that? I put some stock into it because it is true that he's filming Peacemaker and things at this time are not as easy as they used to be. So there are a lot of logistical complications that we never would have had before. Um, if Cena is ready for Mania, you know, I, where does he fit in? In Mania as well. I, the only person I'd like to see him face is Roman Reigns and have Roman destroy him. But I've already said I want Roman to destroy Edge. So you just want Roman <laughs> to destroy everyone. Um, I absolutely do want Roman to destroy everyone, except except the Fiend because I don't want to go near that garbage. Someone else can destroy the Fiend. I guess. I guess you could do. Cena Drew. Ooh, yeah, that would work. Yeah, but work. I I kind of can't imagine them like on the mic together. Though it could be one of those ones where we don't get much mic time. <laughs> Neither can I. I think it's gonna yeah. be. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. I don't know whether we see Cena back. I kind of believe what he's saying. Like if. Logistically, if yeah. you can't do it, it kind of checks yeah. out. He's not just mm-hmm. saying, oh, I won't be there. He's given a reason that's pretty valid. Yeah. So unless, yeah. I guess, WWE can sort something out in terms of, um, I guess, I'm not, I'm not going to comment on what you just said, but maybe. Uh, we've actually got a comment here from Saladin who says Becky should return at SummerSlam. Mania is too early. Let her be a mum. I'm sure Becky, if she wants to, st- whenever Becky comes back, Becky has decided to come back. Don't yeah, go to it. It'll be her choice. I was Vince just is, hoping. Vince is not holding her hostage and saying, You are coming back now, and she doesn't want to. 
I was just hoping that Seth would have decided to be a stay-at-home dad forever, but sadly not. What, what's the issue with, with, with Seth? Is it also his entrance music? No, it's not his entrance music. His entrance music's fine. Um, I just think he's not going to be in a heel. He's not going to be in a baby face. He's, he's a decent wrestler, but his matches don't excite me. The past year or two, he's been turned off television for me. So yeah, yeah. I I've said I've said some controversial uh, thoughts on Seth before, such as advocating for his retirement. Um, but yeah, advocating for Seth. Seth, listen, <laughs> I respect you as a as an incredibly important part of wrestling media, as a fellow co-host of Wrestling Daily. But Seth's retirement that's that's a, that's a bit much, no? A bit much. Well. He's just, he just is turned off television um, for me, especially when he was doing the Messiah character. Let's see what he comes back as now, because there was a time early on where I thought this guy is a great prospect to be a top guy. Um, now I can't think of anything worse than having Seth at the top of WWE. Is it his Twitter? Does his Twitter help? Is oh, his Twitter does not. Or just, his just Twitter does not. Uh, I'm purely saying this on him as an in-ring character. If we get into Seth Rollins the person, that's even that's even worse. I think he seems like a nice guy. He just just made a few poor tweets. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, Monday Steph is coming in with the spicy hot takes, as, as Modern Mother <laughs> Jenna says. Um, what else we got? We got Adam Pearson, Seth coming in hard on Rollins. Yeah, we got a lot of. Comments. If Seth is turned off television, what does that mean for the people that are worse than Seth? Like who? Who's what? The Fiend. Fiend is worse than Seth. So okay, so Seth and, and Seth is above. Seth fiend. is turn off television um, for however long his segment is, fifteen minutes. Fiend is capable of destroying the whole company by his presence. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. the level. What, what, what about a Fiend and Seth match at Mania? <laughs> Would you explain? <laughs> I, we need Fiend versus Seth for oh championship to make Seth happy. Okay, maybe loser leaves town. That, I, I'd take that match. And they both lose. They both pin each other. <laughs> if it was loser leaves town... Um, and Seth beat the fiend. I'd be forever grateful for to Seth, and he would rise in my estimation. But I will say, Seth can make a comeback with me. It's just the past year or two, I have not enjoyed his um, his character at all. We've actually got a comment here from Catch One. Is Dexter Loomis worse than Seth? A hundred percent. Okay, so Seth is in your eyes bad, but not that bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's his presence high up in the card that makes him more annoying. If he was, like, low down on the card and, and was just the same character and everything about him was the same, I wouldn't be so hard on him. Um, I have of to course, disagree because I genuinely think Seth Rollins... I genuinely think Seth Rollins is one of the best wrestlers in the world. I think if he was in a W, for example, and was all New Japan and was being able to put on the kind of matches that we see from Kenny Omega, that we see... Okay, let me work, let me word this another way. If Kenny Omega was in WWE, 
he wouldn't be able to put on Kenny Omega matches because it's what WWE tells him. Yeah, but it's not just I the in-ring. I know it's not just the in-ring, but I think in terms of the in-ring stuff, people will be a lot more impressed with Seth if he, I guess, was able to put on better matches. You know, I wish he could put on better matches, but I also wish he, his mic skills were a lot better. His character work was a lot better. I can't. I can't. I can't. Should we move on from this before we have? We'll a move on, Seth, before, <laughs> before before everyone starts like branding me as the biggest Seth Rollins here. Like he's not. He is like by far not in my like top five or whatever like ultimate worst wrestlers or anything like that uh, we actually got a comment here from pierre if seth were to leave where would he go i think new japan or back to ring of honor seth rollins is never leaving wwe that's my hot take no he's a, he's a lifer seth has drank so much of the kool-aid he he, he is swimming in it WWE verbiage. They, they were taking food off my table he is a Vince guy, a Triple H guy. He is not leaving. Any yeah, he's not leaving. No, 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 not at all. No. Um, no. All right, we, we got we got some more uh, news to dive into before we head into the final ultra chat for the show. Uh, we've got a bit of news on Cesaro, interestingly. Who, if Seth, if Steph hates Cesaro, I will have to kick her out of the show. There's no way I can hate Cesaro. Good. He's wonderful. He's so and lots of love for Good. Cesaro. Come on, man. Come on. This is music to my ears. Because Cesaro, I don't Cesaro. hate people that are good. I don't hate Cesaro. Ooh, so why do you hate Seth Rollins then? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say take that whatever way you want. <laughs> anyway, so, Cesaro. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Wrestling Inc. is reporting that Cesaro's WWE contract expires sh- shortly after WrestleMania. Wrestling Inc. has learned. Uh, the report, interestingly, does not state whether or not he is intending on resigning or not. Does not know whether WWE has offered him a deal. But like three months before, it's quite, not even three months, two months. It's interesting that yeah. they've left it this late. Uh, I I could see Cesaro staying, but I could also see him leaving because like he's so good and could do so much great stuff. Well, firstly, what do you think will be sort of the future for Cesaro? Do you think he's going to stay or leave? And secondly, um, I guess an interesting question. Do you think... This is the reason why he's been picking up wins of late on uh, SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Do you think that he's pinned Dolph Ziggler lately? He's pinned Daniel Bryan. Do you think this is a way of WWE going, all right, we're going to try and show you that we can push you well and give you wins? Yeah, it's, uh, it's the old um, revival tactic. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. that that's... He'll be, he'll be tag what... champions. He'll be the tag champion on his own next week. Yeah. Uh, all I can say it. is, like, Cesaro... Be brave and fly and like spread your wings and let's see what you can really do. Because he's great, great talent, totally underutilized. Ever since um, Vince made those comments a couple of years ago, they, you know, it has stuck to him. You know, the whole perhaps it's a Swiss thing. Like that has just, that was really detrimental to him. The fans were so behind him. And then hearing Vince, you know, say what he thought of him and it, it's just been bad. And, and he's someone like he's shown so much personality too when he can. 
when he's allowed to. So I would love to see Sarah leave and go absolutely anywhere because he'll be great anywhere. He'll be great. And I just hope he's brave enough. I really do hope he's brave enough. But I think we're getting to the point now where if, if we have people that were in the situation that Anderson and Gallows were in when they re-signed, things have changed so much that people now know, like, if you're in that situation, don't sign. Completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. Um, let's head into one or two final ultra chats before we head out of here. Uh, send in your messages to wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestle2 if you'd like a bit uh, sort of to get in anything, questions, comments, statements, uh, whatever it is, we will answer it. Uh, one here from Stu who says, Louis, you said you messaged Andy telling him the winners at about 8 p.m. yesterday. Does that not take away the excitement for you? Um, see, I knew he was running the Rumble beforehand. Mm-hmm. Did it take away the excitement for me? Yes and no, because there's all I've I've had people message me results before and they've been wrong. So so much can change that I was still excited. Um, and you don't know how things are going to end. Are going to end. Um, I guess it does a little bit. But in terms of the news, like I knew Edge was returning last year before he did because it was out there. And I guess like no one like it was still surprising. But we all like it was spoken about, which is why I liked Christian's return so much, because mm-hmm. genuinely no one had a clue. Like no one yeah. knew he was returning. Yeah, um, I wouldn't have wanted to know the Rumble winner, because um, it, it's. I, I don't think I would have mind like mind it for a random match, but it is just that excitement, you know. And even if you know, of course, you could be wrong, but that like you know feeling in your head of. Of who it's going to be, yeah, I would rather not know. I mean, I was told a different Rumble winner three days before. I was told someone else. Uh, yeah, and, like stuff can always change, which is why I went yeah. in a bit like, all right, it could be anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was still a great show. It had me hooked. So the Rumble always won. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one one final one here from Harrison Earl, who says, "Rewatch the Women's Rumble again today." I honestly Me think too. it's my favorite ever. Absolutely adore the final three sequence. Personally, would like to see Reigns, Rollins, Cesaro, Nakamura, Brian, and Owens for the chamber. Yeah, that works yeah, for me. Yeah, I would actually remove Reigns. So I'd have Drew and Edge. I'd remove Reigns from that, put Uso in there instead of Reigns. And then have that chamber be to decide who's going to fight Reigns at Mania, and I'd have Brian win that. I think. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's what I go for. Yeah. You and uh, anything? I still want Edge and Roman um, above do. anything. So I would do my elimination chamber on the raw side of things. Okay, who, yeah. who who would be your six on the raw side? Oh gosh, that's hard. Um, Keith Lee. Agreed. Yeah. Um, Seamus. I get Seamus, I suppose, and then maybe have him as the winner, so he faces Drew. Uh, I I guess put Randy Orton in there because why not? And. Ricochet? Yeah, I mean, I would have so done something completely do, different. 
he'll do cool moves, but he'll be eliminated first. Um, who else good is left from Raw? AJ? Yeah, yeah. I'll probably go for Riddle and uh, Lashley in there as well. Lashley, yeah. Lashley, yeah. You're not a fan of real, I can tell. Never mind. Uh, I, would, I, would not, I would not match me and put riddle in anything. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Damien Priest, a good shout from Harrison Earl here. Yeah, do we think after yeah. his sort of and a really good showing of the Rumble yesterday, do we think Priest is um, sort of we know he's main roster band, but what, what roster yeah. do you think he's heading to? I picked Damien Priest on Raw. I'm definitely ready to see him on the main roster. I think he had a good Rumble showing, but it wasn't as impactful as I'd liked it to be. When he was eliminated, it was kind of just like, okay, Damien Priest is gone. Um, I kind of wanted you know, a bit more for him. But yeah, I put Damien Priest on Raw. Gosh, yeah. maybe they'll do, maybe they'll start a Damien Priest fiend feud just because. <laughs> no thank you no thank you so yeah adam pearson i think the, if, if steph saw riddle rollins fiend and loomis i think she'd explode <laughs> but hey ho uh guys we're actually gonna head out a little bit early here today because we've wrapped up all the news swift solid very good and thank you guys i mean you the numbers i can see in the top corner have been incredibly fantastic absolutely amazing for the support you've given us on this first show exclusively on the new wrestling daily channel uh it's it's a move we're really excited about if if you're new to the channel make sure you're liking this video so even if you're not new like this video and if you are new to the channel subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss a tell your friends tell your friends tell everyone tell your grandma everyone (laughs) tell grandma uncles dogs cats whoever Mm -hmm. Tell them yeah. about Wrestling Daily. Uh, and I will be back tomorrow with question mark. Maybe Alex, maybe not. We'll see how he feels tomorrow. Um, yeah, we, we, that, that'll be at the usual 8 p.m. start time. So a little bit later than today's show. And we'll be talking about Raw and the inevitable uh, when Drew McIntyre drops the title to Randy Orton. So, uh, guys, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, make sure you follow Steph on Stephanie M. Chase on Twitter and her YouTube channel. Uh, so, yeah, anything else you want to promote, Steph, while we're here? Um, no, just thank you, Louis, for having me to talk about the World Rumble. Um, I hope I wasn't too hot to handle for everyone, but <laughs> I'm gonna need it was to get a an very fun show. <laughs> I am going to need to get in an ice bath because there are genuinely some incredibly hot takes going on here <laughs> but hey ho uh guys thank that, you so much really enjoyed show. and uh yeah we will catch you guys tomorrow This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. 
Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.